so so it's now um sunday morning okay we had thursday friday not a whole lot happened on saturday saturday you again you all had terrible dreams the same terrible dreams the magpie hasn't been seen for a while and there's a sense that you that cataloging the films has become i think an obsession for steve steve has been sitting there at night and actually steve could you could you roll dice and dignity please uh, that is a total of 12. Oh dear. Okay, we'll lose a dot from Dignity. So what happened was that you spent all day and all night in there and it became enough of an obsession that you didn't actually realise when you soiled yourself in the van. You, you kind of were just so hypnotised by endless things. The Ice Warriors, The Power of the Daleks, Adam Adamant Lives, Scott Walker, all these things that you began to, your executive function is suffering. And perhaps one might find this amusing, but I'm not sure you're actually really in a state where it is amusing. Okay, so yeah, you just, constantly obsessed with all the wonders you've seen and you're in you're not seen for saturday and so it's sunday on sunday morning you do eventually on saturday night stumble out of the van and realize the state you're in and sort of desperately kind of try to hide it as best you can and have a shower and things at nine o'clock on sunday morning after another night of terrible dreams penny you get a call on your mobile. Um, can I see who's calling? Uh, yes, yeah, your producer. It's your producer, um, Andre. Penny, Penny, uh, who gave you the idea that it would be okay to start filming on Sunday? Uh, sorry? I, I, I thought the schedule was Monday. I thought we were supposed to start filming on Monday. Uh, uh, so did I? Yeah, well, no, 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 it's it's in the, it's been changed. It's in the um, it's in the schedule. It's 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 in the look, look at look, look okay. at the, the, the calendar, and he, he's on his way, and he's not happy. But Mr. Higgins. Mr. Higginson is on. Derek is on his way. He is not happy. I, he doesn't want to work on a Sunday, but it's in the schedule. He's expecting to be paid. He's going to be heading down there. He's going to be. Hey, hey, Andre, Andre, wait up. Just two seconds, okay? Just take a big breath and just tell me how far away is he and when will he be getting here? Um, I think it's about an hour. Oh. Uh, I guess whoever authorised this change in schedule has probably made a big mistake, but I guess we need to roll with it then? You authorised it. I did? Look, look at the calendar. But the, no. It's like a Google calendar, right, that you've all yeah. got a sort of like spreadsheet thing. Why would I? 
there's there's something wrong probably it's uh, i have probably mixed mixed up the dates or something i don't know well he's on his way you better get this done because it's not like he's going to stick around until tomorrow as well oh crap well well thank you for giving me a heads up at least i'm i'm we'll need to set things up i don't know if we can be ready in an hour oh. look we're going to have to have a talk about this when you get back yeah 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 right yeah, and yeah, he puts there's... the phone down hangs up oh fuck oh uh, sorry uh i i put my phone away and i kind of double check the schedule i mean is it, can i trace if it's me that i changed the date or yeah yeah you can sort of look at the this particular sort of calendar they use i don't think it's a google calendar but it actually see shows shows who who put the changes in the change was put in by you at three o'clock in the morning the night before last when you're having those nightmares oh fuck the other's gonna have my head for this you're all just about to go down to breakfast, right? Grin and bear it and kind of have to uh, break this to them in a gentle way, I guess. Okay, in the deserted restaurant room of the bed and breakfast. And again, you've not seen your host. But, you know, the breakfast foods are laid out. Someone's there. You just don't see them. Um, you're all there, ready for breakfast. So, over to you, Penny. So, everyone had a good night's sleep? Yeah, not bad actually this time. Uh, looking forward to the last day of freedom before Eric Whippy gets here and uh, everything goes horribly wrong, you know. Well, I didn't sleep very well. Not that dream again. Same one I've been having ever since we got here. Yeah. About my Auntie Bren. Me it's neither. Awful. You see me, I'm looking really ruffled and... Um, bit past the uh, sort of five o'clock shadow, a bit stubble and just bleary-eyed. Oh, I can't wait to get out of this place, to be honest. Well, you know what? There's been... There's been a kind of a mix-up, I guess. Um, Mr. Whippy will be here in an hour to start shooting. What? An hour? Sorry, what? At the circle. We're not supposed to start... To... Why is he coming early? We're not supposed to start till tomorrow. He knows I, that. I know. It is Sunday, Penny, not oh, Monday. Did he change... So, is it some kind of diva thing of his? Did he change oh, the... probably. Now, apparently, I must have mistakenly put in the wrong date, so it's kind of my fault, and I'm really, really sorry for this. He's like an hour away and... <sighs> oh, hell no, you know, I just... And you see me immediately starting to sort of eat quicker, uh, still uh, a bit driven on by this. And I say, like, through chewing, you know, that was the best news I could have heard. You know, we'll just shoot this today and we'll be out by tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, probably if everything goes well. I'm <sighs> really sorry, guys. It's I had no idea I... Apparently the schedule was changed last the day the night be before this one at around three o'clock and I in the 
in the middle of the night and it, I'm, I don't know if I've been sleeping on my phone and accidentally I don't pressed some buttons or something I'm, I'm really really sorry oh honey don't worry don't worry we'll, we'll sort it out we'll sort it out it's okay um right so we need to let, let's just make sure we get a good breakfast because we're probably going to be up there for the whole day now um right yeah so we'll need to sort out the segments set up the cameras yeah oh god right okay well we can do we can do this guys we can do this let's just have breakfast first sort out the van right you need to sort out the van Steve, you've got to sort out the van. Right. Um, if you lot want to just get yourselves prepared, work out what sort of shots you're going to take and whatever, uh, I'm just going to go... Steve gathers up about three or four croissants and uh, a couple of cups of coffee and, and as much food as he can carry. Or I'm just going to go and um, uh, just make sure that all the equipment's all right in the van and everything's ready to go. If you need me, I'll be out there, but uh, give it half an hour, yeah? We haven't got half an hour, Steve. We're going to have to be up there in half an hour so we can get set up. Oh, you're all right. He's not going to be here for an hour yet, and then there'll be at least another hour of making sure yeah, his hair is all right, you know. 15 minutes, Steve, and then we have to be in the van on the way out there. You know, all right, all right. This I'll... is Mr. Whippy. You know what he's like. I'll deal with it. It's fine. And Steve leaves. Oh, God, what's with him this morning? Well, I don't know. It's, it's, we all want to get out, right? You know, um... Something about this place just gets everyone on edge. Yeah, you look a bit tired as well, Penny. Uh, I haven't been sleeping much lately. I'm, I'm just as worn out as everyone else here. Yeah. We all are, aren't we? Oh, I suppose maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Like you said, Gareth, we'll all be out of here by the end of the day. We can start getting back to normal. Yeah, right. Just, just, yeah, done with this. I get up and I uh, start heading to my room to just get my things as quick as possible and then just get out into the van because um, this was the best news that I've had since getting here and started getting out again. Okay, the van, Steve. Steve is in the van. The van, the van smells of wee. There is a stain on one of the chairs, on one of the seats next to the desk. But more importantly, as you go in, there is something playing on the screen. What's that? There's snow, but behind the snow, you can see something moving. Steve leans forward to kind of peer through the white noise of the snow and try and make out what it is that he can see. It looks like a hole, something black. No, 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 two, two pits of blackness. Two pits of blackness. No, no, that's not right. Some feathers? No, not feathers. Matted... Matted hair. It's like a face. There's a face with two black pits where I should be. Coming towards the screen. In the screen. And it's almost like it can st- is staring at you. 
Steve frowns and reaches out whilst staring at the screen to try and fumble his way to hit the pause button on the video. And this is the point at which the hand comes from the screen and grasps your wrist. What a fuck! And pulls. What? Steve is trying to wrench his arm out of the grip of whatever it is that's holding him, just as almost a kind of instinctive gut reaction to pull away from a threat of violence. Right, roll health. 20. You manage to pull yourself free of the hand. There, there, there isn't a hand. It was your imagination. And, and the screen goes blank again. Steve stands for a moment panting, trying to compose himself and then shakes it off and thinks I've got to sort the van out as a matter of priority and goes to the cupboard and pulls out the air freshener uh, and any other cleaning products he can find and just tries to restore a bit of order in the van before anybody else gets there. Yeah, and sort of put the tapes and the film canisters into neat piles. Everything to try and make it look a bit more respectable. Wits, half an hour later. Lucy, you've had a phone call from Adrian, who is Mr Higginson's PA. And Adrian has told you that Mr Higginson will be going directly to the circle um, and he expects to be met there in um, about 27 minutes, give or take. Uh, I, will, I will tell him that's no problem, we will be there and uh, I will be happy to meet his, Mr Higginson at the circle. So I'll relay this back to the others. And, uh, and ask Gareth to step on it but not hit anything this time you make it there and Mr Higginson's own van is already there I don't think that was 27 minutes was it? well you took about 28 and a half minutes yes so the weather isn't great for this it's not raining exactly it's not drizzling like it has been but it's still grey it's kind of cold and Higginson is there in the back of his van with Shelley, his makeup lady, um, sorting out his coif and making sure that he is the right shade of orange for this. So I've uh, pulled up with the van. Yeah. And uh, I uh, start getting things out. I feel like there's a strange smell in there. I'm going to leave the doors open for a bit uh, and uh, start getting uh, things out there set up sort of the tent with provisions uh, the lunch and everything that I uh, bought for us sandwiches and everything to be ready for whenever we need it snacks and so on and then just uh, see where I'm needed and do what I usually do all right okay Steve Steve is just going through the final checks of the sound equipment, uh, preparing the uh, Lavalier mic for Eric to wear when he does his piece to camera and so on, Uh, just checking through all the other mics and other equipment to make sure everything's charged and ready to go. Penny? Well, I am a bit torn, actually. I I know I should probably start getting ready, but 
I just feel the need to reach out to Cassandra and Michael, so I've been texting them a bit at the moment, uh, probably on Facebook Messenger or something, after Facebook stalking my ex and his new family. What's the worst possible thing that you could have in a WhatsApp to your kids? What's the worst possible response? Obviously, you know how WhatsApp works. You get the one grey arrow, then you get the two grey arrows, and then you get the two blue arrows. Right, and then they reply. Well, probably no reply. Just to see You've that got they the have... two blue arrows. Yeah, and no see replies. that they've read the message, but no replies. That would be... Yeah, I kind of... You know, I start putting all the cameras together and, and make sure the lighting's, you know, everything. Uh, and then I kind of go back to my phone, you know, and check if I... Maybe I don't have any reception out here. Maybe that's why... No, the, not... signal, the signal here is pretty terrible, yeah. Ah, uh, that might be, might be that I'm, I'm, you know, wandering off a bit with the camera in the hand and trying, you know, try to get a better reception somewhere. That's kind of trying to focus on my work, but mm, feeling a bit, I don't know. There's just this gnawing feeling inside that, that, that uh, I need to talk to them. Yeah, because of the dreams. You're a bit slow on putting the camera together. Right, Lucy, um, what's your tactic at this point? Um, I'm going to go over and talk to Whippy. Um, He's still in the makeup chair. He waves his hand. He's like, and sort of shoos you away until, and he's like, like that. I will. Turn and, and uh, when I'm, I'm sure that he can't see me, I will do some serious eye rolling, um, and then I'll I'll go over and um, I can see Penny's sort of lagging behind with, you know, she's normally really prompt and efficient, but she looks really quite upset and she's not fully set up yet. So I'm going to go over and make sure she's okay and give her a hand to set the cameras up. Okay, so you are taking angles and things. And you're looking at, obviously, there's like a circle of trees around one side of the circle and a deep drop on the other side. And you look at the trees and, you know, it's all, all fine. And then you look at the screen on the side of the camera and there's something, someone moving in the trees. Like up in the trees or among the trees? No, 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 trees. behind the trees. Someone's in the trees. Someone's walking around in the background. Okay. I, I, I look over there. Uh, they need to get out of here, On of the course. screen or... On the screen or... No, up. I look at I look at, at the trees, of course. I need to no, get... they're looking at the trees so you can't see anyone. But on the screen, there's definitely someone there. It kind what of just... hell? It, it, it's a small thing. It looks like a kid. Lucy, are you seeing this as well? Yeah. I can't see if if I actually look at the trees, I can't see a thing. But there it is. Look, just what? gone behind that trunk. What the? That's fuck. What the? I don't get. Should we go and have a look? Because if there's somebody over there, we don't want them running in and out of shot. But how can if we can't see them? How the hell are they doing that? This maybe maybe I'm I'm 
trying to see if I, I mistakenly started the playing video instead of recording. No, no, it's definitely recording. Definitely I there on the screen. Try to zoom in on the child. You zoom in on the child, and you see very briefly. A sm it's a girl. A small, dark-haired face, which looks an awful lot like Cassandra. It, it, it's Cassandra. It's Cassie. What? Yeah. It's, I, I kind of dropped the camera and, and stopped running towards the trees. You run towards the trees and the small figure retreats into the trees. You, you can actually see the figure now as you run towards the trees, although Lucy can't retreating towards the trees. Lucy, are you doing anything? Um, I'm I was going to follow her, but if it's if it's if it is actually her Cassandra, then I don't want to be anywhere near that reunion. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna follow her with the camera and see what I can sort of see through the screen and then compare it to what I'm seeing where Penny is, just to make sure she's okay. But I think I'm gonna give Gareth a shout and get him to come over and have a look as well, just in case we both need to go over there. Having stood sort of idly eating crisps, uh, staring into nothingness, I uh, flinch a bit at hearing my name, and I look over. What? What? And I see them running towards this little grove or whatever it is, and uh, I start going after them. What, what's going on? What are you doing? You briefly hear the voice of Adrian, the PA, in the background, saying, Where are you going? What's what, what 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 what's going on? We're supposed to be. What are you doing? I don't know. They, they I don't know. I'm and I just shrug as I uh, turn back and look at him, and then I run after them. Right, Penny, you get deeper and deeper into the wooded area. Um, you can see, and 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 the figure, the little girl, is just a step away, just behind a tree trunk. And sometimes she's not visible, and then she's there again. And Lucy, you can see her on the camera, but not in front of her. You you can see only see what Penny's seeing on the camera. Cassie, Cassie, sweetie, just wait. I just let me explain everything. I just want to talk to you. It's been so long. I know you you're probably mad at mommy, but Please just let me explain everything, sweetie. Mummy loves you so much. Just wait. Roll dice and hope. Yeah. Um. Eight. Okay, you can fill in another uh, another stone. You're still shaking in in hope. Okay. You catch up a little more. But then you sort of, as you catch up, you're almost there behind. She's wearing a long white dress, a really, really sort of old fashioned one. This child with the face of your daughter. Um, and then she stops and she turns around. And it's not your daughter. This is kind of where it actually strikes me as well. My daughter would be at least like three years older than this girl. Yes. Pro probably. And the figure, 
and incidentally, oh yeah, and um, Lucy, can you roll courage? Okay, the figure turns around. She has a terrible, terrible rope burn around her neck. And she is pale as death, this little girl. And her mouth opens in a scream. I got eight for my courage, Howard. Oh, yeah, um, the door. 15, 15. 15. All right, do you drop the camera? It should be set up on a tripod. Would I have... Um, the camera wobbles like it's about to fall over. Okay, I will I will grab it and try to steady it because with everything else that's going on, the last thing we need to do is to break the kit um, because then the proverbial would really hit the fan. So um, I grab it and steady it and then I think um, I'm just going to leave it I might set it recording just just out of curiosity. Right, um, Penny, you're on your knees. You tripped and you fell on your knees, and the child's the child's terrible pale face with those eyes like the blackest pits screw, just bore into you, and she screams right up close in your face, and she screams and she screams and she screams, and then she's gone. And I, I, I think I've been screaming with her for a while, <laughs> and I, I, I haven't realized that I'm the one screaming now. And then, I, when I realize it, I just, I just, I just stop. As at this point, perhaps that I've, I've come up to Lucy, and see what she's doing, and and then I hear this scream. I guess. Yeah, only one scream. Was was that Penny? Where's she gone? I think it was. Come on, let, let's go. Let's let's see what's happened to her. Something must have happened. Yeah, and seeing how the camera was a bit wobbly, I, I, I just double-checked to make sure it's steady there uh, on the tripod before coming after. So Lucy's going to run straight down after Penny and see what's going on. Yeah, and then I'll start jogging after her. Right. Okay, you find Penny in the woods in hysterics on her knees, like covered in mud and leaves and twigs and things, just in a terrible, terrible state. Oh my god, honey! Come on, let's get you up to the tent. Oh goodness me, what what's going on, Penny? What what happened? It, it was. It's so silly. I. It was. Cassandra, but I just wanted to talk to her. She, yeah. Is that your daughter? Yes, uh, but sh- no. It's I'm just being silly. I'm. I'm. No, it's no, fine. It's no. fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I look around between the trees. Do I see anything? Is there anything here? Any sign of anyone having been here? Oh, come on now, I, I I help her up as well. Come on, let's do, um, yeah, let's let's get back. Let's get you something warm. Oh, don't worry, you you see them, you see them late tonight. All right, we're gonna we're gonna just you know get things ready. What what happened? I look over at uh, uh, Lucy as well. What did you see something? It was it was really bizarre. There was there was a kid running around down here between the trees, but we saw it through the camera first. But when we looked at the trees to see who it was to tell them to go away, there was nobody there. Oh, this place, man, 
I'm telling I you, know. it's this, this place. You just, I just, you know, let's not, let's not, let's not go after anything else. All right, we just, if we see something, then, you know, just try and ignore it. And uh, we, we do this bloody filming with Whippy whenever he's done with his bloody orange powder. <sighs> yeah, let, let's let's just get let's just get Penny back to the tent. We'll get her a strong cup of tea. And then you can just take as long as you need to to calm down, honey, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so sorry for... No, maybe you don't need to apologise. It's <sighs> fine, honestly. This place is screwing with all of us, I think. Yeah. Let's, let's, just, let's just get you sorted out. Whippy can go to hell for a minute. Let's just get you sorted out. Steve, what are you doing? While all this has been going on, Steve has been over uh, on the other side of the mound uh, to where this was taking place and he's been doing some test recordings uh, of just wild track sound to be able to drop in if needed later the bird song the background noise of the trees so he's he's recorded a minute or two of sound and he's then just gone back put headphones on and is listening to that recording back to make sure that all the levels are good you hear the voice of Patrick Troughton say Polly, Ben come in and meet the Daleks I spool back and listen again to the same piece of footage. No, no, it's it's, it's wild track sound. It's 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 totally there. It's it's totally wild track sounds and and, and natural sounds that you got. Steve shakes it off as as just being um, having watched too much Doctor Who over the last couple of days. Um, takes his headphones off and walks over to meet up with the others. Everything all right? You look a bit shaken. Penny's had a really horrible experience. What happened? So I I explain about the little kid that we saw and how we couldn't see it with the naked eye, but it showed up quite clearly on the film. Um, I actually set the camera recording, so perhaps... Have you watched it back? Well, no, because I set it recording. Penny Penny ran off to see what this child was doing because she thought it was her daughter. So I just, as soon as she started screaming, I set the film to record... And then ran after her. All right. Well, we ought to have a look and see what's yeah. recorded then. The recording shows a green area, a forest, and then you see Penny run past the camera and into the into the woodlands and go in and out of the trees, and then you see her half obscured by a tree falling to her knees, and then the scream. Hmm. Well, you don't see anything on there, no. only Penny. No, there's nothing on there now, but it, it was the weirdest thing. We could see, the two of us, we both stood there watching it, a little girl that she thought looked exactly like her daughter was running in between the tree trunks, and yet when we actually looked with our naked eye at those same trees, well, you know, we could see it. We could see over the top of the, of the screen. There was nothing there, and yet there it was on the screen. Well, I, I suppose the, the lens can sometimes resolve stuff that you can't see so easily. I mean, perhaps it was just one of the local kids, you know, running through the woods on their way home or something. I don't think so. We were actually watching this kid. and We could see the kid over the top of the screen. And yet we, we could sit on the screen itself. We could actually see her running in and out of the trees. And yet there was nothing there. Steve thinks back to a moment for... Uh from what he watched um, on the Ostringer 
does it seem familiar to any of the not this no no I, I think it must have just been trick of the light or something it's, it's very strange but I, I grant you that but I, I think we've all been a bit on edge the last day or two and uh, tell me about it maybe it's got a more rational explanation than uh, than we first think it has yeah maybe we at least ought to tell Penny that well Adrian the PA comes up into into the van while you're having the confab and he's like going we are waiting here Mr Higginson is really not very happy at the professionalism of this crew at the best of times but really this takes the absolute cake you have to get this moving our time is money yes we know Adrian we know and I'm very sorry our camerawoman has been taken ill so we're just dealing with her to make sure that she's okay to continue for the day and we will be right with you. Please send my apologies to Mr Higginson. I will be with him very shortly. I just need to make sure that Penny's okay first. He sort of humps and flounces off, um, mincing away. Penny, are you going to be able to take the camera? Yeah, um, I am actually at the moment dying for a drink. But right. I will probably bite my tongue, uh, you know, just down a cup of coffee and, uh, and you know, pull myself together and do, go do whatever Mr. Whippy wants me to do. Mr. Whippy likes a drink, Penny. He always yeah. keeps. There's, there, there's always in his van and it's part of his rider a carafe of very nice brandy. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think I better check where he is. He might be in his van. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile I've been sort of sorting you out, making sure you've got uh, that coffee, Uh, not really talking at all during this, just on edge, noticeably. Higginson's in in costume, he's all there, He's he's got his cravat sorted, he's a lovely shade of orange, his hair is immobile like like the whippiest of ice cream he is there ready um and he's you know he's like where is my mic where is my mic i need my mic i need to i cannot work in these conditions steve walks over and um and takes the microphone out uh all right mr Higginson, uh i'll just mic you up now um sooner we can get this done and out the way the sooner we can pop back the glory in and have a have a drink or two eh? it's quite nice down there you know steve knows how to appeal to eric's better side yeah yeah and he's he's like yeah and and, and he likes you being obsequious as well yeah eric is eric is appeased by your obsequiousness meanwhile penny you're going and checking inside eric's van and there on the side is a crystal carafe of brandy and a glass. You can roll hope for me, bearing in mind that... Do I have to? I have two in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You absolutely do. And you've only got two dice. Thirteen, actually. <laughs> okay, well, you've been sober for two years. You get to decide whether you fall off the wagon here or not. Uh, I I pick up one of the tumblers and 
I I take the cork out of the, out of the bottle. And I start pouring myself a nice steady glass. I mean, brandy wasn't really my poison back then, but I kind of stop and I put down the glass again. I put back the cork, the cork in the in the bottle, and I I just I take the glass and I take it outside and actually give it to the first person I meet. I'm not gonna what, fall. Shelley, the makeup lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I just you know shove it in our hands, and I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see my kids again, and and they're gonna have the mother. They they serve. They're not gonna have the other penny. So I'm gonna do this. I'm I'm gonna be okay, and and I'll see them soon. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm proud of you. And you're proud of yourself. You've actually achieved something there. You might be able to claw back something here. Um, okay, so you taking levels from the mic, Steve. He's taking levels. And Mr. Higginson says in the voice, you hear through your headphones, Mr. Higginson saying in the voice of Patrick Troughton, yes, Marco Polo, a friend, I believe he was. Sorry, Mr. Higginson, that uh, uh, doesn't sound quite up to the standard I, I, I'd expect to be able to put you across properly. Could you just repeat that for me? And he, he, he sort of says, Mary has a little lamb, her fleece was white as snow. Testing, testing. Lovely, lovely, that'll do, thank you very much. And again, Steve just kind of shrugs it off because it's happened more than once now and he just thinks it's uh, it, it's too much Doctor Who again we do some recording Mr Higginson stands up and in his inimitable style delivers a lecture upon the mystery of the shivering circle of Hoddersham down Gareth is working the auto cue at this point um, and then he gets to the story of Peggy Rose, Margaret Rose, the last child to have been hung for witchcraft um, in in England, and the the Hoddersham Cup witches. And he talks a little about how legend has had it over the last three hundred years that the ghost of the spectral child a terrible burn around her neck screams atop the hill near the shivering circle were you aware of this part of the uh, the law penny no i don't think i was i know they spoke of peggy rose but i i don't think i paid that much attention to it it's kind of cold here, isn't it? It's cold. It's uncomfortable. He he, he finishes um, his item and he sort of sweeps back off into his van and you hear him berating Shelley, the makeup lady, for going into his brandy 
absolutely laying into the poor woman for this. And I'm hearing this and I, oh, I'm just giving a nervous smile and I start sort of uh, making sure that co- uh, no cords are a, a trip hazard or anything. Um, I look over to uh, Miss Webb. So d- does that mean we're done? Are we? Is that it? Um, let me just have a quick look at the rushes and um, hopefully we are, yeah. Because I don't really think he's in the mood to come back and give a scintillating performance, is he? What on earth is he going on about his brandy for? Nobody's touched his brandy. I don't know. Diva. I kind of look... You look pretty shamefaced at this point. I yeah. do. The rushes... The first time you play through the rushes... Um, in the van you all sit there in the van together and look at the rushes the first time you play through the rushes you see that little white figure just for a split second standing behind him and then it's gone it's in it's in the trees and then you rewind it and look again and it's not there as she just appears I just spontaneously let out a... Ooh. I go cold all down my back. And I kind of hit, hit hit the pause button, but my finger sort of misses it because my hand's shaking a little bit, so it takes me a bit of a fumble to uh, to get it to spool it back. Not there. We did all just see that, right? Yeah. Is that what you saw before? Is that the... Uh... Yep, that is exactly what we saw before. Is that... I'm going crazy, am I? I think we all are. If you are, honey, I think, yeah, I think we all are. And he was just talking about that little girl too. You know, it's just a bad sleep, perhaps. You know, all these weird coincidences. Just putting it all together. I don't, I can't, you know, I don't even... There's no point in explaining it, perhaps. We are... You happy with this, Lucy? I mean, Miss Webb? Yeah, it looks absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got it. It's in the can. Let's just pack up and get the hell out of here before anything else happens. You don't think that that was... Um, The sound is screwed up to hell, by the way. The sound is terrible. It seems to be mixed up with snatches of... Some sort of interference is difficult to sort of hear anything except halfway through you hear the voice of another person a man say over the top of Higginson's thing the words wire scissors tape Steve you recognise this as the voice of Patrick Troughton do we all hear it now yeah you all hear it you all hear it but obviously they haven't been watching 50-year-old lost episodes of Power of the Daleks. What the fuck was that? What's the, what's uh, the sound? It's a bit odd, but... Um, it sounds like it's got another voice mixed underneath it. How can that be? Well, I don't know, but... This is going to sound really strange, but... that That's part of... Uh, part of the sound from one of those Doctor Who... Oh, for fuck's sake, Steve, you haven't recorded over... 
What? I thought you checked the sound. What tape have you been using? No, no, it's, it's fresh tape. It isn't those. Those are all over in the cupboard. And um, that's the third time I've heard it now. I uh, didn't mention it before because I thought it was just my imagination. But And whenever I've gone back and checked again, it's gone. So well, Wind it back and check it again. All right. Uh, I, I rewind the rush, rushes and play them again. Because he's gone back into... Uh, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. You're not going to like it. <sighs> okay. Lucy kind of rubs her head and rolls her eyes a bit and plays if, with the bracelet. If these stories are true, if the ghost of Margaret Rose does haunt these woods, who's in the other caravan? What? Oh, it is a psychic, isn't it? Just draw on my inhaler. It's nearly empty, Gareth. We've got the one person here who's going to want to know that we think we've captured some kind of spirit from the other side. Think about it this way. Whatever you believe about this stuff, he's going to jump at the chance to further his career, isn't he, by some kind of communing with the spirits? Oh, yeah, but you know what he's like. He, the guy is full of bullshit. How do we know he's not going to come up with a load of crap? Wait, does it like really matter at does. this stage? I think we've been through enough crap already. Why don't we suggest it to him? Well, how do we do that? I mean, he's just... Okay, well, if you want to put the case to him, you know, I just... Well, it is your show, Lucy. What do you think? Oh, God. Have we got any more of that brandy left? Because I'm hearing him just now. He's either going to be half-pissed already or in a foul mood or both. Yeah, but you know what he's like, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and I, mean... I know he likes that brandy. Have yeah. we got any more? Well, well he's sure got it. Ga- I mean, we don't have... Oh, wait, I might have something. Have you got, I... a, have got to say, have you got a spare bottle, Gareth? Because if you have, yeah, I think we can me... take that over. Yeah, let me see. What did I pack? As a peace offering. Yeah, yeah, well, let me see. And I, I go over to the things that I packed. Um, I might have packed one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's, it's, oh, it's uh, you star. Oh, you know, I just didn't want to risk it in case he didn't have it with him, you know. Wouldn't have gone up, would he? Um, here. Why, why, why don't we get him? Why don't we get him to do some kind of seance or whatever it is he does in the circle? It would be good TV, wouldn't it? What do you want him to do? Like, um, do you want to do you want to tell him that we've got some strange interference and in pictures that we think that? How do we well, put this? You know, I just I don't I don't think we should tell him that we've got some strange interference because he's already had a go at me for being unprofessional. So, well, he'll want to see it, and we can't show it to him because no, Tim exactly. there the next time you look, is it? But no. we could tell him about it. I'm sure he'd think that if nothing else, even if we was talking a load of old twaddle, that he'd uh, he'd be able to use the opportunity to his advantage, and then at least we'd get to find out what happened. Is there anybody here that he hasn't had a go at today? Steve, has he had a go at you? Well, a bit. Not really. But not too much, no. Well, look, Gareth, give Steve that bottle of brandy. Steve, you go and talk to him and see what he thinks. Do you mind if I start packing the other stuff up for now? I mean, if if he doesn't want to, I'd be getting out of here, you know. Well, 
if I know Mr. Whippy right, he might want to make a midnight midnight seance or something to speak with the dearly departed, or not so dearly departed. What time is it now? Um, it's getting towards two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, Steve, tell him that Margaret Rose was hung at three o'clock in the afternoon, and that's the best time to raise her. <laughs> I'm not having. A, I'm not waiting around here till midnight. No. All right, I if you say so. Oh, and I just hand over the bottle and I start trying to uh, pack things down. Really not keen on staying here any more than I have to. I'll take the bottle from Gareth and I'll, I'll cross over to um, to Eric's caravan and knock on the door. Mr. Higginson? Okay, and Adrian comes to the door and he's like, really, what is it? Uh, I've... I found another bottle of brandy that I thought Mr. Higginson uh, might need a bit of a top-up later on, and I, I've got an idea for, for him that I think he might like. All right. And what would that be? Can I come in? If you must. Ah, all right, Mr. Higginson. That was a nice little segment, that. Uh, Gareth's found another bottle of your favourite over in the provisions. Thought you might need a top-up. Oh, Right. Okay, that's very kind of you. Um, what is it? Um, Simon, is it? Uh, Steve, but you can call me whatever uh, whatever you like, really. I'll answer anything, you know. Um, I had a bit of an idea I thought you might like, if you don't mind me running it past you. Could produce a really strong piece of TV. What would that be? He says as he takes a swig of the brandy. You know the story of Margaret Rose... Yes. Did you know that it's only an hour away from the time when she was actually hung? Oh, really? Hmm. And before you got here, we've had a few uh, unusual experiences around the circle, uh, including a bit of interference with the equipment. Uh, Nothing that's been a problem, mind, of course. But... uh, uh, And... uh, a couple of the crew have seen a young girl in the in the woods over where that story about her ghost haunting was. We thought, well, the time's right. It'd be an ideal opportunity to perhaps see if we couldn't do one of them there seance things that you'm so good at. See if we can't come up with some kind of uh, piece of groundbreaking TV and uh, actually make contact with the girl. What do you think? You have listened to an episode of The Awestringer, a folk horror adventure based on the game The Shivering Circle. Our storyteller was Howard David Ingham, who also created the game, and we were joined by Hjalmar and Jenny from the wonderful Red Moon role-playing podcast. Music was written and performed by Kai Engel, and was used under Creative Commons licence from freemusicarchive.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.